0: Hello, my friend. You know, it's funny. Sometimes I think this is just a podcast of a small-town girl talking about her life (laughs) who moved to a city and actually don't know what she's doing half the time or how she's doing anything at all, but having a blast trying and figuring it out. So I'm so happy you're here with me today. Honestly, thank you so much for listening to this episode, listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it i love that you're here i love that you're listening and i love that we're chatting today so i went to we have in my village we have montmartre which is like this fancy art street in paris but we have our village version of it which is an art gallery outside basically of all these artists who all these painters um but also other kind of art that come and show off their work for two days just for fun and just for everybody to come and look at it and if you want to buy some great but mostly just to check it out to see what everybody does and to talk for them to talk to other artists at the same time and for everybody just to have a two-day blast which it is it's so much fun so i went this afternoon i spent like i (laughs) because i'm home alone and it's not like it's not home alone as in my home it's my parents house which means it's a house not one room <laughs> like this is a lot more than 12 square meters which you know is awesome and a garden and a front garden and you know like like a place to park a car I don't have a car but you could park a car here anyway I have a living room I have a sitting I have like a table for dinner I have a kitchen I can I, I actually have it in the same Space. I don't have to put on shoes to go to my kitchen, which is amazing. Which is how it is in my student room, right? But yeah, it's a blast. I have stairs within my own house, which I have stairs at the place at the property where I live. But you know, I have my twelve square meters, and then outside it's all shared. And so it's it's kind of amazing to to be here. And so I really like. Oh, by the way, if you hear these background, like size like these very like <laughs> kind of things that's my dog so <laughs> don't mind her I'm taking care of her for this week but I I love how how big this house is at the same time it doesn't feel insanely big because I'm I'm used to it I've lived there for 10 years before I moved out on my own and then even I, the first two years I came back every weekend because I was working here and then after I got back from Canada, I moved in here because of COVID for half a year. So I spent a lot of years in this house and I love this house. I truly I love it to pieces. I wouldn't want my parents to live anywhere else, also because my uncle, aunt, and two cousins live on the opposite side of the streets. My lifelong friend lives half a street away. So it's like I love living here, right? And so I also love this village. And yesterday and today have really shown me again why I I, sometimes I'm hesitant to go back here because it takes a lot of energy sometimes to, to see all my family and to deal with all the drama and to deal with all the pain that comes from visiting certain people and all that stuff. But when I get back here and I have the conversations I've had over the past couple of days where my my parents and my sister aren't around. So when I'm at this house that's quiet, the only one that's here is my dog. And she's very quiet. She is very easy to be around honestly if you need an, a, like a dog that's just easy to do life with our dog is it Siva? yes you are she is the cutest by the way she is absolutely phenomenal but she's so relaxed. Like, you could just sit and work and just stand up and walk outside with her for a bit. And then come back in. Like, in the morning, we do our big morning walk. And then for the rest of the day, we just do little walks or runs outside. And, well, now I can't really run. But we do walks outside or in the garden. Or, you know, we, we do all the stuff. Anyway. So, I went to Montmartre. And I had so much fun talking to all these different painters. And... I mean whatever they all make it's amazing. I'm so I was so impressed. I was like, "You know what I want? I want to get rich enough to be able to buy art like this and this." I had two painters where I was like, "Dang, if I had the money, I would buy your two paintings." And the space, I don't have I don't, right now. <laughs> I don't have enough space to put up a painting and I don't have the money to buy one. But if I did, I would buy from them because it was just beautiful the most amazing paintings i was i was like do you have a card because sometimes they print these paintings they have on like small cards i was like if it's 250 like or 150 or two euros i can i can buy that i can afford that i can't afford the whole thing but i can afford a small version but every time i asked them if they had a a painting of the version of the one i wanted because they had all these different ones right they were like, no, we don't. And I was like, uh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like the other ones as much. I wanted this one. But it's okay. It's fine. I will come back one day and be like, I want that one. And then I'll point at the painting and all the, the small version of it. It's fine. But I had a blast. I I was there for an hour and a half. And it's not a massive market. Some people just walk through it in like half an hour. But I had a blast. I was there for an hour and a half. Just talking to people, telling people I love their work, talking about how people made it, them explaining it to me, which I love because at this market they really they they're so proud of their work and they really want to talk about their work and how they did it and how they what they like to do and how they like to do it, all this stuff. Which is funny because the film of today also is a film about being proud of what you do and how you do it and who you are when you do it and how different it is. Because sometimes it feels, with the painter, sometimes it feels a bit, like, floaty, like, just out there. Because I was talking to one painter and she was like, I just start and I don't know where it's going and then it ends up as something but very often I, I look at it and it's like oh there should be something there there should be a line like this It should there should be something hot, tall there should be something green and she's like and at some point it starts to take shape and then I'm like do I have to go around this or do I have to change the, uh, the, the surroundings or what is it you want me to do and she's like I don't know what it's going to be until it's finished and I kind of love that I, I kind of love the the trust she has in that, she's like, I don't know what you're gonna look like when I when I finish, but I know I'm gonna like you, or love you either way, so I'm just gonna enjoy the process, because it's all about the process anyway, so I really love that, and I really like how she loves her art so much, and how she could talk about it so much, and so long, and, and, and truly enjoy it, and love the process, and just tell me and teach me about it and I love how every painter at some point in our conversation is like so do you paint (laughs) and I'm just there like no 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 I don't know oh why not because I I just suck at it (laughs) like I just like it's no it doesn't bring me pleasure I always am so frustrated with how it looks when I try I just don't I just let it go. I just do stuff i I like to do because I kind of kind of am good at it. Like, let me just do that. I'll, I'll be I'll be completely happy not painting. But every time I'm also like, but my mom is amazing at it, and she's not putting enough time in it, but she's not here right now because she's on holiday, so I'm gonna make her jealous with a picture of your book. <laughs> I literally I went, but I went all the way around. It was like an hour, hour and a half. I was finally all the way around, and I was like, I need a picture of the two places i like the most and i'm gonna send them to my mom and i'm gonna make her jealous and actually i didn't send them to my mom and i realized i I put them on instagram though so she'll see them but i just loved it i had such a blast i had so much fun doing this i i love i love talking to random people i love talking to strangers it's it's a joy in my life so i had a blast there I also went to our very small um, pharmacy. I also went to our butcher, like all the local places in this village. Which sometimes people say that the villages don't have everything. Ours has everything you need. It doesn't have everything you want. And there's a very big distinction there. That's like, hey, do you need this thing? Or do you just want this thing? Because we have everything you need. And this is why I think I, I, I never truly had to leave my village growing up. We had everything I needed. We didn't have everything. No, that's not true. We had everything I needed. And I didn't know what else I should have wanted. So I didn't want anything else. And I think this is why it's not that hard for me to be humble. Like I'm a very humble person. I appreciate everything that anybody does for me or whatever, but I don't expect anything. But I also don't need a lot of stuff. I don't need a lot of fancy because I didn't grow up in a place with a lot of fancy. We had what we needed and that was good enough. And now sometimes I I find myself thinking of stuff that's not even fancy, but just fancier. And I'm like... And, and then later on, I think about it. And I'm like, why would you need that? You don't actually need that. Even though it might be fun and it might be great. And, you know, that's a reason to get it. But you don't need it. You want it. And that's a very different thing. Anyway, I wanted to talk to you about this film. It's called Dancing Queens. It's a Swedish film, which I love listening to Swedish-Norwegian films, I, I wanted to say a uh, film from Denmark, but I've never actually, I don't think I've ever watched one from Denmark. Uh, but Swedish and Norwegian films, they, if you know English and you know Dutch, these are fascinating to just listen to. Like, it, apart from the story and the watching it, just listening to how they speak and what they say, if I mix English and Dutch, dang, I get close to understanding it. Not all of it. Sometimes I'm still like, what? What did you say? Did you, what? But often I'm like, this is amazing. I love, I love this. I love listening to it. I very much enjoy it. So yeah, I I highly recommend this film. It's a film about, basically it's got multiple stories in one. If you've watched Dumplin', you know a bit about um, drag queens. This is a, a different take on it, but a lovely, lovely, lovely story. It's different stories in one, which I also find fascinating because there's the story you have at the front, which is the story of the the girl, which I don't remember the name of right away. So I'm gonna look it up for you. But she is a dylan thank you so she lost her mom a year and a half ago and she's living with her dad and there she's trying to keep it together she's living with her dad her grandma's taking care of her as well but you know like keeping an eye on her and she she was a dancer and her mom was an amazing dancer but she kind of gave up dancing because her mom died you know, which is sometimes we punish ourselves for somebody else's death with cutting out the thing we love to do most, even though it has there's no reason for it because the death wasn't our fault. It wasn't our fault, but we punish ourselves for it. Like we did something, like it was us that made a mistake. Yeah. So she Finally, takes the advice of her grandma to go to this audition, and she auditions, and she doesn't, and she or she doesn't audition. She gets there a month too late. Grandma got the dates wrong, and then she walks into this club, or she got, no. She she gets a cleaning gig for a week at this club, and they're all drag queens, and they're making this new cho- choreography, and it's absolutely. It's, it's a wonderful group of people, and they're hilarious, but they also have hearts of just gold. Like, they have the biggest hearts. I, I love, like, you just, you fall in love with all these characters because of how, like, they're, they're just frustrated with one another, but they love one another, and so it's just like a, you know, that feeling, like, come on, but also, like, I love you but you drive me insane. But it's so great to be around you. So let's just get through this phase because it's really annoying, but you're also great. (laughs) Like It's amazing. I absolutely love it. And then she comes in and the choreographer, whose name is Victor. Uh, Yes. Yes, the choreographer is Victor. (laughs) And Victor is like, you should... You should dance in this because they dance together and he sees how good she is, but she's not a guy, so she's technically not allowed. But then he's like, and she comes up with a plan that's like, I'm just gonna pretend to be a dude. So she's gonna, she then pretends to be a dude so that she can dance like a drag queen, which is funny because she, you know, pretending to be a dude so that you can dance like a queen when you're actually a girl. It's kind of a funny story, I would say. I would call that a funny story about life. That's like, this is how life works. Life is kind of crazy. Sometimes you can sum it up like a girl going on an audition, pretending to be a guy so that she can dance like a queen. And I'm aware it's a drag queen, but they're all queens. So I... Yeah, that's just amazing to me. And then the dancing they do is fascinating. I've never been to one of these shows I would love to go one day. I uh, like I have this more often when I watch films, I'm like, "Oh, I never actually seen this dancing in real life." Just like burlesque, I would love to go to a burlesque show one day. I watching the the film burlesque, I was also like, "Oh my goodness, I would love to go and watch this one day. I've never seen it uh in real life." And and same for this, same for uh, drag queens i would love to see this in one day and i've never i've never experienced it so she dances with them they set up this new choreography they're amazing they're absolutely wonderful and and then uh, the the story continues and and the the boyfriend who's also the organizer um, mickey he gets jealous because he thinks that victor is falling for dylan but victor is gay and dylan is a woman but mikey doesn't know that dylan is a woman he thinks that she's a dude whole thing drama 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 whole thing and then in the end or not in the end and then further along the line you have this wonderful friend from her island whose name is Seba. And he comes basically rats her out. No, he comes to, to the club because he's always wanted to go. Because turns out he's actually gay. Surprise, surprise. And then he rats her out for being a girl. And they get mad at her, and she thinks they want to push her out. So she runs away. She and or she she runs into her dressing room. She takes everything off, and then she runs out. She leaves. Shows she rushes back to the island to get back to her dad to get back to the place she knows that's where she feels safe and then they go after her heck yeah <laughs> they go after her they are like no 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 you're part of us you're a part of our group our choreography our family do you want your job back and well it's it's an amazing film so i guess you know how it ends but Funny thing, the audition she went for, which I I knew this. I knew as soon as Victor said, I have two jobs. I was like, I'm 100% sure you're in the dance company that she wanted to audition for, but couldn't get in because she was a month too late. And you're going to be without a partner at some point in this film so that she can get the job. And I was right. I was right. I highly recommend being right. Sometimes it feels amazing. And I'm so proud of that. I'm so happy with that. So she gets that job too. So in the end, which is (laughs) this whole scene where she's auditioning with Victor, they're dancing, and then all the drag queens are sitting in the audience watching and just commenting. It's it's so hilarious. I of course I don't understand Swedish, so I just read the subtitles, but I can see like you can see the faces, the expressions, the rolling of the eyes, the the overdoing it, then you can hear the lady responding in French. <laughs> just, I couldn't like, I couldn't stop laughing. I thought that that was so funny. It was an amazing, amazing situation. So that happens, and then, and then it's just a whole bunch of dancing. It's one of those films where it's a whole bunch of dancing. It's a bit drama. It's a, it's a bit pain. It's a, a couple lessons about life, which is always good to have in a film. And then it's just great. So I highly recommend this film because it's just great. I know I just spoiled it for you if you hadn't seen it yet. So I hope that you were like, I'm first going to watch it and then listen to her. Because otherwise I spoiled it for you, which I'm sorry. But... no i hope you liked the uh, i hope you liked the film and i hope that if you haven't watched it yet you will still watch it because i highly recommend it it's so much fun also the music is amazing i haven't looked at the songs yet to be honest i i wanted to i haven't done that yet so i'm gonna put that on my list of things to do because i actually really like these songs and i loved her dancing i can't wait to get healthy and dance again i just like i love modern dance watching it i don't know how to do it i don't feel that um flexible or fluent so i don't know if that's the thing i would want to do but just hip-hop or just i don't know any kind of dance to be honest i'm in i would love to learn country line dancing someday so i'm kind of trying to figure out if there's anywhere in the city where i live if they have country line dancing because that i would be in for that and <laughs> all the different, like I just I want to dance. I mean, I've been sick for two and a half months now. No, wait, it's the seventh. It's the thirteenth of July, as I'm recording this. So I've been sick for two two months. I've been sick for a long time. I don't know. I don't know how many weeks that is. I I was counting weeks. I remember that. Let me see. I got sick here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and a half. I've been sick for eight and a half weeks. So I can't wait to get healthy. And right now I well, I had a setback two days ago. I I had a glass of iced tea and apparently I can't handle that anymore either. Cut out all the lactose because the doctor said that might be one of the options. So we have four options of what could be wrong with me. One of them is lactose. So I had to cut out all the lactose out of my diet, which helped. But then I had a glass of iced tea when I was drinking, when I was chatting with a friend, and I, I got us two glasses of iced tea. And then my stomach, after an hour, just was like, nope. And then I was sick all over again, like as bad as it was before I cut out lactose. Because after cutting out lactose, after three days, it actually kind of got a bit better. And I was like, oh, maybe this was just a problem and now it will be fixed. Nope. I see also does it for me. So I haven't figured it out yet. But I'm still on the journey of discovering why the heck I'm not getting better. So, anyway, I highly recommend this film. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I also highly recommend... I've been learning about YouTube and how all that works. And so this is a bit off topic, but I've been learning from Sunny Dusey for the past couple of days. I highly recommend you find her on YouTube. She is absolutely fantastic. She is a fascinating human being, and I learn a lot from her because I'm growing the YouTube channel of Rethinking Economics and I'm learning about podcasting and I'm I'm you know I'm I'm doing all the stuff that I love to do because I, I realized What do you do when you've got time, right? I study economics and I love economics, but when I have free time, I don't read economics. What I do is I go on YouTube and I learn about communication and marketing and and social media platforms and branding and all that stuff. That's what I actually love to do. I reach out to all these people on LinkedIn asking if they want to be on the Rethinking podcast. That's how I learn about economics, by getting them on the podcast and spending time with them and having a conversation. So I'm realizing that actually I love economics. I love I love all the things about marketing and communication and branding. I just don't enjoy the way university teaches it as much because it doesn't feel like it's the way I benefit from it. I don't remember a whole bunch if I if I do it like that. Whereas if I watch like I love YouTube University, honestly, it's it's my favorite it's one of my favorite universe, like favorite places. So I'm really curious to see how this is going to go next year when I do my master's. Because I'm going to have to step up my studying game again. Because last year I didn't have that many courses, right? Because I did my internship. Because I, I did a lot of rethinking. I did all the other stuff. And next year I'm going to go for a one-year full-time master, which is going to be super intense. Because masters are more intense than bachelors and it's going to be a lot so i'm i'm curious to see how that's all going to go and if i'm going k- to keep my head above the water but so far so good i'm enjoying my time i'm 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 loving life i'm really enjoying being by myself in this house talking and i also learned that if i want to write a blog post the best way for me to get all my thoughts out is to actually just record it as a podcast episode And then uh, listen to it and type it out, like transcribing it. And I think that's what I'm going to do for my whole podcasting blog thingy that I'm trying to figure out how to do. Because I love podcasting. And if I can, I don't know, make something out of that, help a couple other people with that, I would love to do that. So I'm trying to figure that all out. And yeah, who knows? I'll keep you updated probably about that. Probably because I'm also a little bit scared about it. I'm always a little scared when I do something. You know how you have like waves of confidence and then waves of just constant insecurity? I have that with everything that I do. I'm like, I love doing this. This is amazing. And then after a while, I'm like, I'm so awkward. This is so cringy. Why would I ever do this again? And then it, my my ideas fade. This is how it often goes with projects I set up. I love setting them up. I love getting started. And then at some point when I have to tell people about it, I'm so scared. And I just back out. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing this. Ah, I can't. I can't sell myself which i don't know if it's a lack of confidence no it's definitely a lack of confidence that's not that i don't know it's it, for sure it's a lack of confidence and then next to that it's a lack of experience in in selling myself or in selling what i know because i've learned a lot but i don't know everything and that's i think one of those things where i'm like i should be an expert i should know everything before i tell anybody what i can do for them but actually You will never know everything. And so you can tell someone what you can do for them. And then you can learn along the way. And the only way to do that is to stick with it. And so, yeah, podcasting is that for me, I've done it now for a year and I love doing it. I I love doing this. I love chatting to you. This is for no other reason than that. It makes me happy. And it gets all my faults out (laughs) of my head and into this podcast. So I love that you're listening to this. If you love listening to this, please subscribe to the podcast. Please send it to a friend. And until next time, my friend, I love talking to you and I'll speak to you soon.